I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're joining us for yet another episode. I've never really structured an episode like this, so you'll have to bear with me. There's going to be a couple sidebars. There's not really any structure going on here. And I guess what I want to talk about today is this is my open letter to adulthood. So we're going to talk about all the things that I love about adulthood and all the things that I love that we can do being adults, um, all the things I wish I would have known, all the things I hate about being an adult, um, and a little bit of everything in between. So sit back and, you know, if you're an adult like me, grab a glass of wine, grab a glass of champagne. Um, you know, we love the bubbly here. And of course, you'll have a cocktail recipe later this episode. But just sit back and just kind of hang out with me and like, let's just chat. Like, I want this to be candid and open and almost interactive. I know it's a podcast and most people tune in the podcast just to kind of like listen to the person who is speaking, which is me. Hi. 
thank you for listening and thank you for all the support. But I kind of want to make you think and I want you to kind of reflect and assess whether you feel the same way or you feel like you knew all this going into adulthood because some of the things that I wish I would have known, how did y'all know this and why did nobody tell me? Because I feel really out of the loop and I feel really betrayed because of that. Uh, Lots of B words today, but (laughs) there's another one. Let's uh, talk about adulthood. I just turned 24 last week. And I don't think I was ever prepared for what adulthood would bring me, especially in a COVID world. Um, I think it's one of those things that when I really started kind of starting my life, it all had to stop and it all had to pause. Um, 2019 was a great year because if you choose to go to college, typically what the route would look like is you go to college, you graduate, maybe you have some time after graduate to do a couple things, maybe not. Um, then you, you know, ideally will have a full-time job because you worked so hard for your degree. So then you could get that full-time job and maybe you'll move out of your parents or you move away from home, new city, new state, new life, essentially. And I had a very similar path in 2019. And then, of course, 2020, the infamous 2020 hits, and my life is put on pause. I've talked about this in other episodes, um, about how quarantine has, you know, had its benefits and its detriments, but it's one of those things that my early adulthood has been put on pause because I feel like I can't really embrace the experiences that I want to have. I want to be able to go out in New York City again and get completely sloshed at a bar and wake up the next day crying over my credit card statement or just, I don't know, like stumbling through Central Park or through Washington Square Park drunk is just, there's no other feeling or like crawling into the Uber to take me home. I don't know. Like, I know that everyone's ideas of the early 20s looks really different for everyone. Um, but I chose to move to the city because I wanted to, I don't know, it, it's more so like I partially romanticized it and I've always had a plan to move here and I just feel like I can't live up to that and I'm just a little bit lost. I don't know if anyone else is feeling the same way where right now life is still on pause and I feel like we all see the light at the end of the tunnel. We all know that people are getting vaccinated and that hopefully the spread will be reduced. And I don't think ever in any of our lifetimes we've dealt with something like this. We have no idea what the future holds and what it looks like even after like vaccines are distributed and all that fun stuff. But I feel like even having that light at the end of the tunnel being visible and bright, it's still hard to understand like what this is going to look like and when truly we can go either back to how it was before or hopefully somewhere better. I think that a lot of people are like, let's get back to the way we were before. But I think that this time was so transformative for not only myself, but I'm sure for so many others where you got to reflect and assess and be grateful and be happy for the experiences and the times that you have and also the luxuries that you can afford, whether, and 
some people may not see this as a luxury, but I think my bank account would see this as a luxury, like moving home, for example. Um, that is definitely a great luxury or even just having the ability to see your family. Um, that is a luxury I have not been able to partake in. Um, and I think I'm just also feeling a little bit of sedimental, um, this because I'm missing my family and my friends and all of those people who I hold near and dear in my life. Uh, quarantine and pandemic. Who would have thought? Never whenever I graduated college did I think that I would be going into a space where, you know, I'm working for a few months, I'm going out for a few months, and then I'm just locked in my apartment for ever and ever and ever staring at these four blank walls with no end in sight. Adulthood, I don't know what you have in store for me, and I know that it's not over. You're going to be an adult for the rest of your life. It's weird because like you're a kid and your kid time is so temporary and so fast. I blink and I feel like I was a preteen and then I blink again and then I'm a teenager. I blink again and then I'm a young adult. Then I blink again and here I am 24 years old recording this lovely podcast for you to listen to in my apartment that I pay way too much for and you know it's it's reflective and again like I said at the beginning of this episode there will be a lot of sidebars and there is no linear path to kind of like talk about this, but I do want to talk about some of like the beauty and some of the great things about being an adult. And one of them is the fact that you basically kind of control your movements and you can control like what you want to do. And that's kind of like what inspired today's recipe. So I was reading on, I think it was Fishbowl or maybe Reddit. It was on one of those forum um, messaging board sites. And someone wrote, um, the best part about being an adult is you can go out to the grocery store for one night for dinner and buy an entire sheet cake. And I'm not encouraging you to buy an entire sheet cake, but what we're going to do is we're going to transform a cake in the sense that we are transforming in this time in our lives. And whether you're 24, 44, 84, you still are transforming and you are still developing and you're still growing into the person who you want to be the best version of yourself. Are we ever truly the best versions of ourselves? I feel like our expectations for ourselves are always so ever-changing and always so dynamic and different. And I think that's wonderful and I think that's beautiful. And I think that this cake is almost like a metaphor for life. And, you know, sometimes you have to like tear things down in order to build it back up in the way that you want it to be. So we're making these kind of like cake pop truffle ball thingies. Um, I don't really know exactly how to describe them, but what I do know is that they're delicious and that it's very customizable. There's a large range that you can do with this. So you can kind of get this recipe prepped any way that you want. You can either go to the store and buy like a small cake. Um, you can go and buy some cupcakes, um, which is what I'm doing because I think it's just a little bit easier to separate the frosting from the cake portion. Uh, you can bake a cake. Honestly, I feel like people 
always forget how cheap the cakes are. They sell them for a dollar at like the Dollar Tree, like Betty Crocker or like Duncan Hines. Like that's usually like the box cake mix that you'll see. Those are so cheap. And I feel like people always forget about it. But also, I don't feel like everyone always has an occasion to bake a cake. But our occasion today is to life and the beauty of life itself and the beauty of growing up, even if it means that we're growing up in a pandemic. Anyways, however you choose to acquire your cake and frosting, that is completely up to you. You can make it from scratch. I completely invite that. I'm not going to give away my cake recipe just yet, maybe on a later episode. But for this one, I wanted to kind of take the easy route. I feel like a lot of times in adulthood, we are not offered the easy route. I feel like there's a lot that happens, a lot of obstacles that are thrown at us, a lot of decisions that have to be made. And rarely is the easy route an option or an opportunity or a route that we can take. So for the recipe this episode, I wanted to one, embrace the fact that as an adult, I have control over my wallet and over my body and over my fridge. And if I want to buy an entire sheet cake, I can, or an entire batch of cupcakes for myself who lives alone, that I can also do that. I wanted to embrace that fact and I wanted to feed into that fact and play into that fact. So that's what I'm doing. And that's why I'm not building a cake from scratch. But again, maybe in a future episode, we may. But what you're going to do is I kind of alluded to it earlier. What I like to do is just separate the cake from the frosting. If you just smash the cupcakes together, like with the frosting already on, you may have like too wet and gummy of a cake pop dough batter thing crumble. I'm really not using good words for this today. I really am not. Um, but anyways, uh, so you're going to want to separate the, uh, icing from the cake into like two separate bowls. And then you're going to want to crumble your cake. You can do this in a blender in a food processor by hand, I like doing it by hand only because it allows me to take out my stress and frustration. I just pretend it's my enemies, which I don't have any enemies, but I just pretend it's just something I really don't like, which nothing comes to mind at the moment. Um, Water chestnuts. I just pretend that it's a big bowl full of water chestnuts that need to be crushed to death. That was violent. Um, I feel like that showed a little bit too much of my character. Ignore that. But um, yes, you want to get that cake crushed somehow, um, just like your hopes and dreams. <laughs> I don't know exactly why I'm so off the cuff today, but you know, I'm kind of feeling this chaotic energy. I think it's just the chaotic nature of being an adult and, you know, just the thrill and exhilaration of having cake for dinner or breakfast or lunch or frankly, all three. Um if you buy an entire sheet cake, and that's why I opted to buy cupcakes. Once your cake is crumbled, you're going to gradually add in icing until you kind of give like a Play-Doh consistency. You want it to be moldable, but not like super wet. Um, so that's why I like separating out the icing so that I can control how much goes in. And at this point, if your cake batter is not flavored in the way that you want, like if you want to add like a little bit of like vanilla essence or a little bit of like lemon or 
orange essence. I think this is the time to do it. So you get those flavors to shine through. What I would recommend to counter having to do that is buy the cake flavor that you want already. If you want red velvet, cake ball, truffle thingies, pops, buy red velvet cupcakes with cream cheese frosting. That sounds absolutely delicious. Again, the range that you can do on this particular recipe is pretty much endless. So the limit does not exist. Yes, Katie Herring come through. Um, Mix that together and then you want to take either an ice cream scoop or just like a spoon and you just want to roll it into circular shapes, also known as balls. Sounds a little inappropriate, but we're all familiar with the words. Um, So once you have all of your circular shaped truffle ball thingies, uh, you're going to want to like let these cool. Like you just like used your hand on the frosting um, and everything's just like a little bit excited. So you want to like throw this in the fridge. So then it kind of like gets to the consistency you want. This part is optional, but I think it makes it look very pretty. You want to get some white chocolate and some milk chocolate or semi-sweet chocolate, um, melting chocolate, of course. And then you want to melt the chocolate down, uh, And then you want to take your little balls out and put a fork through it, dip half of it in the white chocolate, and then dip the other half in the dark chocolate or semi-sweet chocolate, or dip all of it in the white chocolate or dip all of it in the milk chocolate. However you choose to do it, it's going to be delicious. I promise it'll be so freaking good. One, because who doesn't like cake and chocolate? And two, because you made it and you're magically delicious. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. I hope that's not copyrighted. Whatever. It's staying in. So then you can enjoy your cupcakes or your cake in batches rather than feeling the need to devour an entire sheet cake. Like if that is the type of vibe that you're going for, um, call me because like you sound like a really cool person, but that's not the vibe I'm going for. I like this because I can also freeze these. These freeze so well and they'll keep for like, you know, a couple of weeks. So you can also freeze the ones that you're not doing. And then when you need a little cakey snack, you just pull them out and then you pop them in your mouth when it's delicious and you can make them whatever size you want. I don't think I specifies the size. And that was pretty intentional. Like if you want this, the size of like minivan sized hail chunks, go for it do it. If you want it the size of golf balls, which is similar to the size of what I'm doing, do it. You want it the size of a baseball? You know what? Do it. I I feel like I was really in support of the minivan hail chunks, and that's like a fairly odd parents reference if uh, that went over anyone's head, but I feel like I was really in support of the massive balls. There's, There's no way I can like get around like saying this without it sounding like a little bit giggle worthy. Um, I feel like I was really in support of the massive balls versus then just the slightly bigger than small balls. Um, But you know, whatever floats your yacht, that's what I got to say to that. Um, So getting back into adulthood, because I think I've rambled on about cake for a little bit longer than I expected to. Adulthood, we love you. We hate you. Um, Another thing that I love, love, love about adulthood is the fact that I was able to move into my own apartment and have my own space. Like I mentioned earlier, it is a luxury to be able to like, you know, be at home and like have that space and have that time. And, but I think for myself, I really could not function without my own space. And My space is like my little safe haven. It's my little slice of heaven. It's not much, but it's mine. And that's why I feel like it's almost like a security blanket, like an adult security blanket. Um, It's one of those things that I love being an adult because the apartment hunting process was so much fun. I spent so much time on Street Easy and like different like brokers websites and different buildings websites. And it was just such a fun and entertaining process. And I love that. But 
also kind of leading into one of the cons of being an adult is bills. And the bill for my apartment is not what I would like to be paying, but it is the reality of it. Plus, you know, Wi-Fi and electric and gas and trash and water. And I mean, it's not, it's not free to live which is another thing I hate about adulthood. I'm not looking for a handout and I'm not saying it should be free to live, but have you ever just taken a step back and thought about literally everything you do is associated with money? Like if you're just sitting inside your apartment, you're spending money. You spend money every day that you're in like a place where you have a roof above your head. Are you wearing clothes right now? You spent money on those clothes or someone did, even if it wasn't you. Did you eat today? Yeah, money. It's weird because like, I feel like we justify, oh, well, it's within my household or my apartment doesn't count. Like I'm not going out and spending extra money, but it counts. It's not even listening to this. You're listening on a device that you paid for through the Wi-Fi or the cellular data that you also pay for. Nothing in life is free, and not that I expect it to be, but it's really interesting when you think about everything in life having a dollar value and having a currency. That was a little sidebar that I feel like it was necessary to go through, but we're going to get back to just like hating on bills and just, yeah, they're horrible. Everyone knows. And then another thing that is absolutely awful is taxes. Like, I think my accountant probably hates me right now because I still haven't given her my information. Um, Your reminder to give your accountant information if you haven't yet. But nobody told me about taxes and how much they're just going to be like sucky and awful. And adulthood, I don't like that about you. Not one bit. But also there's some other really amazing things about adulthood. And I think one of the things that I love most about adulthood. And most of you who have either followed me on social media or listened to this podcast or who know me in person know that I love this one thing myself, but all jokes aside, yes, I do love myself, alcohol. And I think that's the perfect pivot into our cocktail for the episode. So the cocktail, again, in line with the theme of taking the easy route and taking kind of like an easier approach to life today. This is a three ingredient cocktail. It's very easy, very accessible ingredients. There's one ingredient that's a little bit special um, and I would highly recommend getting actually the ingredient specified, but you can do something very similar. And I was thinking kind of like to this time last year, and I was thinking about how the fact I never even realized when the seasons changed. So I was drinking kind of summer drinks like, you know, in April and May before it like really got warm out and keeping up with that pattern. I wanted to do kind of like a summer drink, um, something that I would think about drinking whenever I'm like maybe sitting by like the pool or just like hanging out in general. And that's how I kind of like thought about this drink. And then also I wanted to think about things that I usually wouldn't use, but things that I feel like go to waste. And that's where this came from. So what you're going to need, you're going to need Pink Whitney, which is the one 
it's the alcohol in the drink. So I would suggest getting that, uh, the pink lemonade flavor, you know, I think they only make that. You can go with any pink lemonade vodka that you want, but I prefer pink Whitney and I think the bottle's really cool too, but you're going to need two ounces of that. You know what? Add three. We're feeling nice today. Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to top that with Sprite. And so that's probably going to be about like four to five ounces of Sprite. And then my secret ingredient for this one is I thought about things that I don't use often. And one thing I love garnishing cocktails with is maraschino cherries. I think they're just so cute. A nice little burst of sweetness. But you know what you're left with when you finish all the maraschino cherries? Juice. And a lot of people just throw that juice away because it's like too sweet to drink. It's not like pickle juice where you also get like the salty factor. If you don't drink pickle juice, um, don't come for me because once that pickle, the last pickle is out of the jar, I will be slurping down the pickle juice either as picklebacks or in a cup because I love pickle juice, but maraschino cherry juice, same principle. You just have so much left. So what you're going to do is you're going to measure out about a half ounce of maraschino cherry juice. This stuff is sweet. This is a sweet drink, but I think this adds like a different dimension of sweetness, like almost like a syrupy thickness. It's going to kind of float down to the bottom. And then you got that pink Whitney and that Sprite and everything looks so good. And you're going to top it with the maraschino cherry. So I guess it's a four ingredient cocktail, but you get double use out of one. Bang for your buck. This is not a budget podcast by any means, but you know, I'm not trying to have you buy things if you're only going to use it once. I want you to get so much value out of it, but that's the drink. So just to recap, you're going to take two ounces pink Whitney vodka, and then you are going to add Sprite to the top, half ounce of maraschino cherry juice, and then top with a maraschino cherry. And this drink is kind of like what dreams are made of. It is just so vibrant and so exciting. It's bubbly. It's pink sweet. It's tasty. Ugh, I'm salivating thinking about it. I really would like a drink right now, <laughs> but we still have a little bit more ground to cover about this open letter to adulthood. I kind of want to just say being an adult, it's weird because you never really see that transition. It just kind of happens. There's a point where you're just self-sufficient, like you manage your bank account, you manage your budget and you balance your budget and whatever. You pay for your bills, you pay your taxes, you go to work, you come home, you do whatever. And it's so hard to see that transition and to like actually just realize like, hey, I'm an adult. A lot of times we joke and it's like, yeah, I need a more experienced adult to help me. But it's like, you are an adult as yourself as well. And I find that amazing. And I just find that wonderful. I think life is something that's just so precious and such a gift and growing and learning and just being the best version of yourself. It's so hard. And again, I hate mentioning this pretty much every episode, but there's no benchmark. Like, Again, whenever you're in school, you get A for excellent work and F if you're not doing as well. And in life, there's no A's, there's no B's, there's no C's, no D's, no E's. Do grading systems use E's? I feel like they do that in the UK. 
Anyways, not relevant, but there's just no way to say I'm doing a good job. But what you have to remember is that you are doing a good job and you're exactly where you need to be. You may not be in the same place that your friends are. You may not be in the same place that your loved ones are. But you know where you are? Exactly where you need to be in order to keep growing and keep developing and being the best version of yourself. I had an episode a couple weeks ago about becoming the main character. That is a really nice, fun journey as well, if you haven't listened to that. But it's just one of those things that I really just want to appreciate adulthood. And again, I'm going to be an adult for the rest of my life, so I might as well enjoy it. Adulthood, that is my open message to you. And if you want a little bit of a recap, I hate taxes. I hate bills. I wish that I got unlimited money. And I have no idea what I'm doing. As much as my life may seem put together, it is just as variable and not put together as yours. We're all in this together, Wildcats. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. That's all for now.